Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Welcome to Music in My Life with me, Laura Wright. It's the show where we talk about the music we love so much, our relationship with that music, and the role it plays in our life. What is it about music that taps into our emotions and why does it make us feel a certain way? Today's guest on the pod is Gavin Ramjohn. Now, Gavin is a British journalist. He regularly presents for BBC Sport, covering an array of sports content. He's previously worked with Sky Sports as an anchor alongside Sky News coverage, as well as CBS and CBBC on their hugely popular programme, Newsround and Sportsround. He also has his own podcast, so shout out for that because I know how much work that can take, (laughs) called Manzilla, which highlights everything from mental health, self-esteem to dating and how to be a good business owner in 2020, which I could probably do with some advice on, as I'm sure lots of others could. So I definitely had a cheeky listen to a bit of that podcast earlier this week. Gavin, thank you so much for joining me today. We've been back and forth trying to reach each other across the airways. And finally, we've got here. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. How are you doing? And and how is your day going today? Oh, Laura, thanks so much for having me. And yeah, I know what you mean. It's been a bit of a, uh, uh, it's been a bit of a chore, I suppose, trying to get the time in, but we've done it. And so I'm really appreciative to be on, uh, on this fantastic podcast. And thank you so much for having me. Uh, things are, things are good. Thanks. Um, yeah, just, just uh, thanks for the intro as well. Lovely intro. Loved that. And Great for you to plug Manzilla as well. I was really, really passionate about that because um, it's a, it's a, you know, a passion project of mine that I've been. Uh, oh, is that a dog in the background? <laughs> that is embarrassingly my dog as well. It's literally like everything that could go wrong is going oh, wrong. No, it's all good. It's all good. You should see some of the the mishaps that I've been through the last few weeks. Goodness me, Zoom well, is impact, just impact. Impact. Let's start with that. So tell me for yeah. you this year. Obviously, you know, I'm I'm someone who loves sports, like live sport. I perform at sporting events, and obviously, this year has been so so different in terms yeah. of live sports coverage and you've probably like a lot of others had to adapt massively so how's it been for you have there been many occasions where you've gone oh god this is going to be carnage no yeah it's, it's it was it was interesting already you know um the, the the last few months have been like nothing that's ever happened before um in terms of the sporting world and you know you you watch and you see and you follow how things have, have happened at first it was like okay so we're going to get through this in maybe what a few weeks couple of months maybe yeah. and then next thing you know the big events start dropping off you know the the olympics the european football championships and everything else in in the follow-up to that as well it just they've just been falling like dominoes and so the last few weeks have been just about coping with you know with that at first it was about updating people about what was happening what was going what was going on what was um what they weren't going to be able to see this year and the fallout from that as well you know financially for for the people involved for the organizers for the players for the the teams involved 
And then now it's been a gradual pickup, especially since the vaccine has been announced, um, about when things can start getting back to some sort of normality. Obviously, the tears announcement recently hasn't really helped, but um, I think the ne- the next step of this progression and in, in the journey of, of how this unfolds is what will start coming back properly with crowds and with you know um, events coming back on. So it has been a real roller coaster, to say the least. And um, yeah, it's been a test of everyone's uh, mental health, mental strength, resilience, um, and the fact that I'm, I'm still kind of in it and, and amongst it, working amongst the news for it. It's I'm very kind of um, humbled in a sense because it's uh, one I'm, I'm in work still, which is very, I'm very grateful for. And also yeah. uh, we're conveying important information for people out there who are you know desperate for these things because it's important for, for people's normality and, and lifestyle and, and, and thinking too. Yeah, massively. I completely agree with you. It's just that sense of normality to be at, be at a game or be with friends and, and have that experience of, of something that brings us all together at the end of the day. I think that's the bottom line. It has always been for me. Like I've always seen when I've sung at events, how sport and then in my sense, music as well can just bring people together. And we don't have that and we haven't had that and we're all having to adapt in in different ways. And it is very much just this, you know, tumultuous up and down all the time this entire year. But for you as well, I mean, going back a little bit into your past, when you kind of first got into to journalism and, and into presenting, what inspired you to do that? Was it sort of the sense of, of being live and, and anything could happen? Or was it, you know, your kind of um, imagination wanting to run wild with journalism as such? What inspired you to get, yeah. to get into what you do now? Yeah, so I was really passionate about making an impact on people's lives, I think, Laura, and I, I, I sort of fell into it, actually. I, I wanted to go into stockbroking, which is a completely different like, oh, career. I was going to say, what? Yeah, <laughs> completely. Yeah, I was, I was really attracted to the fast lifestyle and that kind of like, um, that vibe of, you know, you know Just having- Just always you know, being busy life. and kind of every day being different. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, yeah, so I was I was attracted to the sort of like that kind of fast-paced energy environment. And I ended up um, getting some work experience at the BBC in, when I was doing my, my uh, degree in Cardiff. And um, I loved it there, absolutely loved it. BBC Wales um, in the newsroom there. I think I was meant to be put into the marketing section because I was doing business as my main degree back then. And I realized that I got this passion for, for telling stories and like kind of, you know, reporting and being out and about. And, you know, the, the, I think the thing for me was you felt like you were actually doing stuff that was really having uh, an impact on people's lives, you know, the viewers' lives, audiences. And I really craved that. And I enjoyed doing so much more of it. And uh, started out um, as a runner pretty much at the bottom end and then worked my way up from there, really. So it's I, I took the long route and I think it's the best route because you understand the whole principle and the whole background behind how the industry works, really. So at the heart of it, it's probably about telling stories and inspiring people and and getting to meet and 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 talk to people you know, like yourself now who have had amazing backgrounds too. And you you get to you get a bit of a, a thrill from it, and you also kind of get to be able to convey what their stories are to an audience that can you know you can maybe change their lives in some way. Definitely. And and for me, in terms of, you know, linking it into what we're talking about today, has, has music been something that's been there throughout your life? Or has it been sort of something that's earmarked special occasions? You know, is, is Christmas a big time for you in terms of music? Has it? Yeah, how has it been a part of your life? Yeah, it's, it's a huge part of my life. Yeah, honestly, Laura, it's been a massive part of my life. It's um, it, it, everything that I've sort of been through in, you know, in terms of my chronicles and like, you know, landmarks in, in life and not just necessarily career, but, you know, throughout history, I've just, everything has kind of been 
bookmarked effectively by music and I really am sort of I, I kind of take note of things I really really like and stuff that, I, that resonates with me at, at moments in time and I think a lot of people especially my circle of friends we all do that we all have things that bring us together songs that like you know remind us of good times um, things that just are you know very poignant to us and I, I've always felt that with music and whilst I'm not a music aficionado you know I'm not you know a massive music head I don't really I'm not I wouldn't say I'm a music specialist I know what I like and I know um, I think a lot of people would feel the same they know what they like they know what they're into um, and you know it has that ability to galvanize people together you know when you go on a night out for example you know if you have, hear a song everyone you, you love and everyone loves it as well everyone's on the dance floor aren't they so it's like it's one of those situations where it brings people together and for me like music has many different uh, meanings and many many sort of like factors for for me as a person you know it's I have things that remind me of good times, have things that remind me of times when I was, you know, younger and enjoying things and, and loving life, like with, you know, with, without any worries. Uh, things now where, um, you know, I get pumped for things and gets me up for like, you know, a performance or like getting into the groove for the day. Yeah, little things. And it changes as well. It's amazing how you get older, you, things change and, you know, you, your tastes change a little bit. And so that's for me, the, the beauty of music. It kind of adapts to how you are and your personality and your psyche. You don't, you kind of, go with the flow and I think if you embrace that then music can have a really powerful effect really definitely and I've yeah I've said that so many times when I've spoken to, to different guests about how it's sort of that permission with music to be in a certain emotion and, and feel yeah. fine with that be okay with that whether that's happiness or sadness or anger mm. or whatever it may be and so it's sort of that permission from the music for you to go I can just be in this place for you know however many three minutes and 30 seconds or something yeah. and then and then you move out of that and into a different piece of music or it stops and I think that's a really powerful way of us being able to to cope with certain things as well especially this year yeah. Um, oh my god absolutely totally yeah. right, totally right. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's jump into it your first choice so um it's a song that reminds you of good times I I love this song and actually all of your choices for me I'm like oh yeah every time I look through the music I thought oh this is so good they've all got such good hooks and and such good little kind of chorus sections that just stay in your mind and I couldn't believe this was released almost 20 years ago so tell me tell me a bit about this train song drops of Jupiter what it means to you Oh yeah, what a song this is! Yeah, Drops of Jupiter. This was the, the song for me that reminds me of the good times, and for me, this this song reminds me of when I was, I think I was eighteen. Uh, yeah, I was eighteen. I was traveling America uh, with my good friends. We were coaching football out there, oh, wow. and it yeah, it was an incredible experience, absolutely incredible experience. So it was my first year of university in the summer of it. So like four months of of like you know freedom on the road in America, and we were based in the southern states of the US. So Arkansas, we were based at, and we were traveling around and going to various like camps across that area and that region. Um, and this song was played everywhere. It was played like on the, all the radio stations because in the US at that point, like the radio stations kind of played all the same sort of stuff. Um, and this song was, you know, always being played. It was either this one or Shaggy. It wasn't me. I don't know if you remember that one. Yeah, completely. I was, I was thinking about which one should I pick this one or the other one. Like, uh, this one for me, because it just, it's got that, um, that melody that hooks you again. And it like, it just captures your kind of, it captured the spirit of the trip, basically the way that, you know, you have that playing in like a you know in with the windows down in in a convertible car on on the um on the highway or the freeway they call it sorry uh, and it is just incredible and the song as well is just really really cool and and catchy um i know that he wrote it for his mom didn't he, he wrote it for his mom who was um who had cancer i think at the time yeah that's and so right. it means 
yeah, it means a lot to to, to Pat Monaghan as well. So, um, you know, that's, that's it's just a brilliant song, I think. And the, the the orchestra in it, and the musician, the music behind it, and the, the the instruments, it just all works, in my opinion. And for me, it just captures that that moment of traveling across the US, going to various camps, enjoying ourselves, you know, being young, being free, being just like kind of you know, living your life and, and, and growing up as an adult effectively. It's like kind of that transition from adolescence to an adulthood, adults basically into adulthood. So yeah, for me, it's, this is, this is the song that captures that. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Well, listen, let's have, have a listen to, to some of this, this song now, and let's go back to that memory for you driving along the freeway, you know, kind yeah. of not a care in the world. And I think, you know, we could all do with that image at the moment in particular. Definitely. Um, so let's, let's go there now. This is trains drops of Jupiter. I want to do that. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. That's the bit everyone loves. I know, I know. I love it. Absolutely love it. And like you said, I can't believe it's so long ago. I can't believe it's that long ago that that came out. It, for me, it feels like yesterday. I know, um, I know. And the funny thing is as well, I was out in, I was in Los Angeles for a work-related um, meeting about a year and a half ago. Um, and this song came on like in the bar I was in. And I was just like, oh my God, this is just bringing me right back again. It's just so, for me, it just has that moment of being in that zone of my life, you know, loving it and just traveling around, having great fun coaching kids football. Um, to, well, yeah, teaching kids how to play football it was incredible. It was just an amazing moment in life. Oh, and I'm so thrilled to have been and done that. And it's one of those things I'll always cherish. And it's great, you know, that, yeah, and that music can earmark that moment in your life and always take you back there. And I, as you, as I said earlier, yeah, release, you know, almost, almost 20 years ago. And for me as well, it's so clear that this is that particular song right from the very first piano chord as well. It's got that real power coming from the piano, which is kind of Mm. like a ballad style, but then it's almost kind of rocky in the way that he sings it. And as as you mentioned already, yeah, won, won two Grammy Awards this and the string section was arranged by Paul Buckmaster, who's done arrangements for Elton John, David Bowie, Rolling Stones, the list goes on. And of course, as you say as well, um, the lead singer Patrick wrote that song in memory of his late mother who died from cancer. And he said, apparently these uh, first few lines of the song came to him as he slept in bed one night. And I just think, you know, when you know the story behind a song as well, it makes it so much more poignant when you listen to it. Yeah. But, but what a great kind of vision in your mind to have for you as well. Wonderful memory yeah. to hear. Great story. Yeah. Yeah, I want to go back now, actually. <laughs> I want to get back. <laughs> I'm afraid it might be tricky to book a flight yes. at the moment, but, you know, be, yeah. we live in hope. <laughs> I know. Yeah, maybe maybe listen to it while I'm in quarantine, back, back and forth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, let's go on to your next choice. This is your gym sport hype song. So I love this song. I love the video as well. But yeah. tell me about this Drake, uh, Drake song, God's Plan, and, and what it means oh, to you. yeah. Yeah, yeah, this song. Oh, this song for me, it's like my, it's my general hype song, if that makes sense. So I, I, I don't necessarily listen to it in the gym, but I listen to it in terms of hyping myself up for things if I need to like feel a bit g'd up for life. Do you, and, do you listen you know, to a song, you know, if you had like, say, a big, a big interview or a big moment in terms of your yeah. presenting, would you listen to music before that? 
Yeah, sometimes, not necessarily uh, directly before it, but I would listen to something, say, on the way in to work, or I'd listen to uh, something perhaps maybe, um, you know, if I've got a bit of downtime, but only if the opportunity arose. I wouldn't necessarily go specifically for that. But um, for this song particularly, for, for me, it's like in my general mood and my general vibe of like hyping myself up and being around and, you know, just getting on with, with life and ticking on by. It really helps with just getting things done and makes me feel really good because for me, this song, it's all about the beat and it's all about the the way that um, the lyrics sort of hit. And, you know, the song for me is incredibly powerful because it's motivational for me as well. And for me, like being motivational and being kind of, you know, up for doing things is all about what my character's about. So I feel like this song just helps with that. And I remember for me, particularly again, it was, I was on a, I was with a good friend of mine. We were out in New York and we were, this song again was played everywhere. Probably another similar version to like the train sort of vibe. But for me, it just, it just culminated with how I felt life was going at that point where, you know, everything was just sort of flowing together. Everything was going really well. And like, you kind of, you know, you used like the beat of that moment and the, the, the vibe of that moment and the song to help remember those times when you feel, when you want to feel like that again. And so God's plan for me is very much about kind of um, serendipity, about being at one with the moment, going with the flow and just accept, um, accepting kind of like, you know, you know, your, your, your path in life really. And like you say, with the video, the video is incredible because they gave the money away that they were given to make it to, um, to, to various good causes in Florida. And so you see oh, the video. It's so, it's, good. It's so yeah. like some of them, as you say, are good causes. And some of them are like families who, you know, are yeah. desperately trying to send their, their daughter or their son to college. And he had like almost a million dollars to give away. And he just, yeah is behind you know there's that kind of image in there where he's sort of behind someone who's just this unsuspected yeah. person and then yeah. suddenly their face when they see him and then he presents them with either an enormous check or just this like huge wad of cash and their yeah. faces for me like that's that's so amazing to see kind of that kindness and and I don't know, especially I think at this time of year, you know, that kindness I've really missed when I've not been around people. And, and that video actually just put a real smile on my face and I'd never Definitely. seen it before. Yeah. Yeah. It's an incredible video. Um, the video for me is um, it just it just sort of like compliments the song. Like the song for me is very much about, um, yeah, that that phase of just feeling good, feeling motivated, feeling kind of like you want to do things, you want to accomplish something. And also it's a little reminder as well, particularly with the video that, you know, there are people, you're in a good position, you know, relatively compared to a lot of other people who are struggling. And so you have to appreciate what you have and feeling grateful is something that I I think we all need a bit of reminding of every now and again. And this song for me helps me feel like that, grateful, humbled, appreciative and motivated. So that those, those emotions all, are all wrapped up in this song for me. Love that. Let's have a little listen to some of God's Plan by Drake now. I don't want to die for them to miss me. Yes, I see the things that they wishing on me. Hope I got some brothers that outlive me. They gon' tell the story shit was different with me. God's plan. God's plan. I hold back sometimes I won't. Yeah. I feel good sometimes I don't. Hey. I finesse down Western Road. I was having a little dance there, Gavin, were you? Same, same, I was as well. <laughs> I was like chugging to side to side in my chair. Yeah, same, oh, I'm, stood up, I'm stood up recording this story, I'm just like bopping away. Like Are you? You know, I think yeah, that, that's so important as well with music, the fact that for me this, this kind of, it won a Grammy Award for Best Rap Song in 2018, but it's because it's got that, 
that real lilt and sort of laziness to the beat, but it's also so yeah. satisfying in the way it's produced musically. Yeah. Like it's just really kind of warming, I find, and quite comforting to listen to. Yeah. I don't know if that, I don't know if you feel that, but yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can listen to that any time of the day, any any point. Um, it's, you know, some some songs for me don't necessarily do it for me at the time of the day. Whereas this, it doesn't really matter. It's any time. It could be in the car, could be around the house now. I could be, yeah, in, in, you know, prepping for an interview or whatever it is just to get up for get up for things. It just has that all-round motivational pull for me. And I just love it. I absolutely love it. It's one yeah. of my... One of my favorite songs, as much as it is very current and popular, it still will always be on my playlist for sure. It's, it's yeah. that good for me. Yeah. And as you mentioned, you know, we talked a little bit about the video. It was directed by Karina Evans. Um, mm. and, and as we say, you know, there's, he was given almost a million dollars for the production of the video and chose to give that away to yeah, individuals and, and institutions in Florida. Um, and some of the lyrics are just, they're so good and they're so relaxed and chilled, like I said. And, and it's just... Yeah, I think the video, like you say, goes hand in hand with the song. And, and it's, I feel like also it's that kind of, it's a bit of a driving song, dare I say, for me yeah. personally. I say, you know, it's that you've got those really kind of nice speakers in your car stereo yeah. rather than, you know, your phone playing out loud. And it's that real kind yeah. of warmth and comforting sound. And I think he is, he is so good at that. You know, he's so, he's become known for those kind of beats that we just, we don't forget. Yeah. And they do become iconic in a way. Yeah, um, absolutely right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, cool. Let's let's go all the way back to your childhood, Gavin. So this is yeah. a classic Backstreet Boys. <laughs> I can't wait to have a listen to this. Um, <laughs> everybody, tell me about why you love this song. Like, t- take me back to when you were listening to it. What you know, image-wise, set the scene for us now. Yeah, so ch- this is quite cheesy, Laura. So um, <laughs> yeah, this song was like when I was a teenager, um, still in school. And um, for me, this was like the the era of like boy bands, I think. And it was like the start of like when boy bands were starting to become kind of cool, I think. And the Backstreet Boys, obviously American, you know, um, have like a kind of, you know, had a huge cool following and were, were kind of seen to make being in a band and singing and dancing really cool. So me and my friends, we were all kind of like, wanting to be like that uh, in that era and we were like kind of you know really uh, we really caught by this song and it was the video again was another wicked video at the time I think it was one of the early big budget production videos of them in this haunted house um, and we actually for me this this sticks out for me my, for my childhood because there was a school talent show at the time and we were all like thinking, what should we do for the talent show? What should we do for the talent show? There's seven lads like basically thinking to themselves, what should we do? And then one of us like came up with this idea of doing, of recreating the Backstreet Boys Everybody Dance. And um, we were like, okay, this sounds like it could be good fun. And it's quite a choreographed video as well when you see the dance moves. And we choreographed a routine to the whole song, seven or eight of us at the time, all like proper lads as well. And we were all thinking like, oh my God, what's this going to come across like? What's this going to look like? And we did it. And it was such a good fun thing to do. We did it and it was really great. And I like, I was just involved in the whole thing with it. And it, for me, all of this, this song just reminds me of those times back in school days when it was just like, you know, getting into like music, getting into like kind of like a newer type of music where it was sort of seen as being a le- you know, less, you know, I guess when you're younger, you like, you kind of like your rock and your rap really. I think when you, when, when I was younger anyway, it was all about rock and rap. And so when this sort of pop thing came around, like the, the Backstreet Boys kind of like, you know, quite movement, easy, quite, yeah. 
Yeah, like it, they were more popular with women at the time and girls at the time. And so when we did this, it was just like a kind of start of a new phase of liking music for me. So yeah, that 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 whole talent school talent shows uh, at school dance for me was the was the thing that kind of just just got this song, and I absolutely loved it. And the, and you know when you're kind of like doing that, you you know you're working together in a team with a load of guys, and you're putting together these moves. I remember we were doing all this stuff like kind of, you know, rolls and jumps and doing push-ups into like backflips and stuff. And I was thinking like, oh my God, we're doing a full-on like full on choreography here. <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, it was like, I, I, I don't know if the video exists, but I'm going to try and dig it out. But maybe like someone on a camcorder back in the day had it. But um, yeah, it was crazy because I remember that that talent show actually, that day, I was actually hosting the talent show as well with another, with a female friend of mine. And I had to do this with the boys and then carry on hosting. So we did like a little sketch where I was like, I disappeared for like 20 minutes. And like she would, be, my, my co-host would be going, where's anyone seen where Gavin is? And the audience would be like, oh, I don't know what's going on here. And the next <laughs> thing I come out with all the boys and do this dance to Backstreet Boys. And it's like, oh my God. So this is where I've been. So yeah, it was like a little thing we'd planned out. And I just remember it being really fun. And so, yeah, and obviously this, the music, the track as well is just an absolute floor filler still to this day, even though it's, again, like probably over 20 years old or something, isn't it? 25 years old, maybe. Yeah, so. yeah, 1997 it was released. But I think I think also you've touched on something really important there, probably even without thinking about it, in the sense that when you are at school and it might be, you know, I've had actually other guests talk about like childhood dance routines and it's because it's that freedom, you know, you don't have anything else to worry about. Your mind is not filled with worries or ambitions or, you know, certain things, it's it's all quite simple at that point. So to do a dance routine or to sort of just have fun and to let go and be free. And I think that's the thing that sometimes we can forget a little bit now, can't we? You know, we can we can miss that sense of just being on a dance floor. And I feel like the wed- a wedding is the only good time it really happens. And at once everyone's on the dance floor, like, yes, I don't care anymore. Like, I'm just going to be free and do my dance moves. And I think the fact that you, you had that time with friends at your school as well is probably a time where you, you know, cemented friendships at that age. So, probably a, a, a thing that seemed fun and, and silly and, and, you know, but actually was probably something that really, yeah, made those friendships long lasting and, and something to really remember. Well, you obviously remember it's one of your favorite songs. Um, so I think you should try and if you're standing up now, which you've told me you are, try and, you know, reinvent some of the dance routine while we have a little listen to some of Backstreet Boys, everybody. Here we yeah. go. <laughs> Again. Brothers, sisters, everybody saying, gonna bring the flame, I'll show you how. Got a question for you, better answer now. Nice. Where did we get to? Did we get the press up back flip in there? <laughs> Not quite. No, I was doing the arms and the and the head moves actually, and then nice. I think the back flip comes in a bit later on. But yeah, of course, of course flip, it does, Gavin. Yeah, the back flip's later, right? <laughs> the back, what I think I remember doing the back flip was I just I literally just fall on my back. And then, um, like, spring back up again. So it's not really a proper backflip. I know but, what uh, you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah, Very cool. Yeah. I, I used to be able to do that. I don't know if I'll be able to do it now without breaking something. But, um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. The, the whole thing was just, like, all, all, like, six or seven of us were choreographed. And it wasn't like we were just doing individual things. We were, like, literally in between each other's, like, moves. And I was just like, wow, this is really ahead of its time. Maybe we should do something like that again. <laughs> I think we should. I think you should recreate it. So, you know, yeah. maybe, like, the 25-year the or 30-year anniversary 
anniversary. We need to, we yeah. need to see that. I mean, I know you're, you know, you do a lot of fitness and I see that a lot on your social media, but oh, maybe, yeah. you know, you should be reinventing this, you know, Backstreet Boys dance. Could do, Laura. Might in, do, actually, in the yeah. outfits, you know, and actually I, what I was reading up on, on the video, as you say, I find the video very entertaining and it's actually really iconic. And it was, as you say, one of those sort of, um, a lot of money was thrown at it and, and it was a mm. real kind of film set and it was actually filmed on the the Casper film set, The Friendly Ghost. Oh, no way. Yeah, so they used the house from Casper, the movie, for a lot of the da- oh. uh, the dances and, and the filming of it, which is, uh, I think, quite interesting, but also shows the yeah. age of the track. <laughs> Casper was going back a long way. Wow, there'll, be, yeah. there'll, be some, there'll be people going, what's Casper? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. Wow, um, no way. No way, that's amazing. No, that's amazing. But yeah, like you said, the costume and the direction of that was just, I think, I personally, I think it was ahead of its time. Like you look at the stuff that comes out now and, you know, it's it, they kind of are aping a little bit of that still now and it's, what, what 2020 now. So it's ridiculous. So they were they were really advanced, the Backstreet Boys, and they, yeah, they, were, they were game changers in my opinion. I agree. I agree. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. We all know how a Christmas carol begins, but you've never heard it like this. Marley was dead to begin with. Dead as a f- doornail. Now I don't know why a doornail, they've never had any life to begin with, but bottom line Marley is dead. A Christmas Carol, The Rude Retelling read by Brian Harvey Listen to the uncensored version out now. Find it wherever you found this podcast or go to podfollow.com slash scrooge. Bah, f- 
Humbug. Well, we're going to move on to your your last choice now, which is a song for tough times. Again, one of my favourite artists, um, not only as a musician but as a sort of personality as well, John Legend. And mm. what a great song, "Ordinary People." So, um, again, sort of quite a modern piece of music in a way, even though it was was released quite quite a while ago now in two thousand and four. But tell me about this song for you and what it means. Yeah, this yeah this song is a um, yeah really really kind of like poignant piece for me actually and it, it's it's at a point in my life and um all of our lives effectively when you when i bring it back in a sec it's it's um seven seven when that happened the the, the london bombings uh, in 2005 this this was the first song i heard at the end of that day after i got home from work and it was just it really just hit me and the fact that you know the title ordinary people and the lyrics to it as well just was encapsulative of the whole vibe of the time you know we are just ordinary people being subjected to this horrendous um terror attack and yeah it was i was working that day and uh i was in i think i was doing i was in i'm trying to think where i was now i was uh just about to start my postgraduate in university and um so my my postgraduate journalism and i was working for the mhra at the time doing a year out in industry just to get a bit of money before i started my postgrad and i remember working for the mhra in Vauxhall, and i was on the tube that day and uh, everything was evacuated and everyone was like, getting out in a bit of a panic, but not knowing what was going on. And then, you know, throughout the day, you kind of hear what, what's, what's happened and what's, you know, what the fallout is. And everybody is, you know, incredibly worried. And it was one of those times when I think the people of London at the time were just all together um, yeah. and, you know, really kind of, you know, in support of each other. I remember the office I worked in, it was on the Thames back in the day where the MHRA was in the tower on the Thames and um, you could see all the speedboats and the helicopters flying by and you were thinking this is something serious here and all the phone lines were down at the time as well um, so uh, but this song for me when I got home that day I walked home that day I wasn't living too far away but um, it just my my mate had made us made the had given me the album Get Lifted I think and this song was the, I think one of the first ones on there and it yeah for me like this just reminds me of those that time when everyone was in like a kind of state of blind panic and then came together to get through this, you know, this, this terrible time. And it's become all too familiar and common in the last few years. But back then, you know, that, that was when the UK was hit by one of the most significant and, and serious terror attacks that's ever, that's ever happened here. And, um, you know, I'll, I'll always remember it for that. I'll always remember it for that. And it was, I just, I've not long been in London either and in my place in Clapham at the time. Um, and it was just, it just reminded me of that. And it was, I think everybody was in that state of kind of shock and confusion and, um, and yeah, that, that kind of sense of bewilderment really for it. And this song for me, yeah, just, it just kind of encapsulates all that. And it reminds me of that time when we got through it. Um, and you know, ordinary people is what we are. And that's, that's kind of what the, the song just sort of like stands out for me for. I love that. Well, listen, I'm not going to add anything more to that. I want to listen to this song now and feel that togetherness that you talked about. It's beautiful. This is John Legend's Ordinary People. And though love sometimes hurts, I still put you first and we'll make this thing work. But I think we should take it slow. We're just ordinary people. We don't know which way to go. Cause we're ordinary people Maybe we should take it slow So nice. And such simplicity mm. as well. You know, it's just him 
his yeah. voice and a piano and a great a great songwriter and actually it's, it's given me like goosebumps you talking about that because I remember you mentioning as well that the phone lines were down my I've got yeah. three older brothers and my eldest brother again was on the tube that morning mm. and of course mm. it's that panic blind panic yeah. that you have because no one could get hold of him in our family and and yeah. you just you know your mind goes to the worst possible place and I think Definitely. this this year I feel like especially as well we've all been living for completely different reasons but in that sense of of fear a little bit but that actually is uh, you know bringing it back to that time and and, you know that that event which was catastrophic for so many people just the impact on on people's lives and and also the aftermath as well I think is you know something where it takes such a long time for for those feelings to settle for people. But also I think that's where music is so amazing. You remembered that song and you remembered hearing it. And also I think it can be a healing, you know, a power for healing as well in terms of when we listen to music. And just like we talked about at the start, allowing us to be in that emotion and and just Mm. to be still and and to take it all in. And I think that's where, you know, this year for, for me included, like music has been so important and it clearly has been so important throughout your whole life as well. And just, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm really grateful for you sharing those stories because it's beautiful to listen to and really means oh. a lot, I'm sure, to lots of people as well who were affected by that in, in some way. So thank you. No, thank you, Laurie. Yeah, I know what you mean. It, that When the phone lines were down, you're right. It's that That's the thing that it's, it's people away from 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 the area that that they think they may you may be, have been caught up in something like that and they can't get hold of you they worry and they think the worst so yeah absolutely it's a, it's a really poignant song for that time for me yeah definitely yeah and um as we mentioned as well yeah from the album get lifted and was released in 2004 um and written and produced by john legend and will i am and it did it won a grammy award for the best r&b male performance and he Mm. said of this song he said that he was uh john legend was on tour in europe with kanye west as you do you know like we all do um helping him perform his new album and he said he wrote this song basically kind of in the background at soundcheck each day which i also love i love it that he was inspired you know on the road and and it was mm. something that also um his his parents got divorced when he was quite young and then they got married 10 years later and stayed yeah. together and I, I love that story as well that you know when he says we're just ordinary people you know it's a beautiful yeah. beautiful very clever line um but yeah. a great a great song choice um, oh thank you thank yeah. you yeah I, I, I like the bit in the in the video as well like you say with um the 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 piano and him and it's just black and white and simplicity is is the message for it um and there's a bit at the end of the video as well i don't know if it's in the the song itself but it's just all strings and, and a harmonica and it is just unreal i'm like when did this when did they do this one like i didn't hear that version before i don't know if it's on the album or not but on the video it, it's it's really really amazing last minute of that song Oh, there you go. That's important. Then we should get people to make sure they listen to the video as well. And and that beautiful string section at the end. Yeah, honestly, it's just like gives you goosebumps again, like that that bit of it, because it's just so natural and so amazing. So this is now where I make a song suggestion for you based on the song choices we've talked about today. Now, interestingly, all of your song choices are male voices or songwriters. um, Mm -hmm. And I think they're really like I say, they're kind of timeless, but also classic in their structure. So I went for a One Republic song because I think he is a great songwriter, but also has written for, you know, Adele, Taylor Swift. And I love also that, you know, their success came from back in the days of MySpace, which I think is pretty cool as well. Um, They they also had, you know, their first major success as a band with the song Apologize was remixed by Timberland, which I was like, oh my God, I love the beat, which I thought, you know, reminded me of Drake and, and 
his kind of how current he is with his rhythms and his beats now um yeah. so i've chosen a song which is called i lived and i just love the lyrics um i'll read some of them for you now before we listen to it but you must promise me to listen to the whole piece when you can yeah, and um and of course be honest with your thoughts so the, the lyrics some of the lyrics that i love go like this hope when you take that jump you don't fear the fall Hope when the water rises, you built a wall. Hope when the crowd screams out, they're screaming your name. And I hope if everybody runs, you choose to stay. So let's have a listen to One Republic's I Live. There we go. <laughs> yeah, love that. Absolutely love that. Yay! Brilliant. Brilliant. Oh, thank you. Oh, I love that song. No, pleasure. And I think also to add as well, the uh, the video, if anyone gets a chance to watch it or knows it, is directed um, by Noble Jones and the idea was from one Sophie Muller. And the video is basically dedicated to a huge fan of the band. He's 15 years old and he suffers from cystic fibrosis. And basically mm -hmm. the video is about every kind of part of his life and how treatment for him is part of everyday life. And it's something that is the norm for him, but also the fact that he would just live his best life you know even knowing that the his life expectancy was hugely reduced and he was scared but it just he just was all about appreciating life which is something we've talked about today as well um so mm. yeah it's a great piece of music but also you know thank you gavin for for showing and sharing your music with me today and with everyone it's been really really lovely Oh no! Thank you for having me, Laura. It's really—it's been great to do that. I mean, I think the podcast is a really uh, unique initiative, and I think what you're doing is great because it gets people to uh, think about kind of music in their lives and get them to express their emotions. And you know, that's a really important thing at this moment in time to be able to express yourself and to be able to talk and to be able to you know communicate effectively with people. And music is a, a tool to help people do that. So you know, thank you more than more importantly. No, it's been a pleasure. And of course, as well, we should shout out, as I did at the beginning, to give your podcast a listen, Manzilla, as well, when you oh, can. Yes, thank you. Yeah, Manzilla. Yeah, it's all about men's status, men's identity, mental health, and everything to do with getting guys talking and getting guys addressing issues that they wouldn't necessarily think about, really. Um, and it's I think it's a, a changing time for a lot of guys, in particularly in my generation, between, like, say, 25 and 50, um, that are going through a, a, a kind of a different type of world really to what they might be used to and you know there's a lot of stereotypes around men a lot of like stubbornness around men and hopefully um you know with the stuff i'm trying to do with my podcast manzilla and the the other bits i'm building around the brand too it, it can help with guys to think a little bit more creatively and um easier really because that there is always um help out there and there's always a, a shoulder for support really and that's what i'm going to try and provide really or we'll let people know they can get these types of things with it so yeah thanks for that no problem. Thank you so much. I've already got my husband listening to it. So there you go. It's oh, another listener. <laughs> brilliant. Yes, thank you. Brilliant. You a big thanks from me. And we should also say, you know, happy Christmas, happy new year and take care of yourself and stay safe and hopefully yes. see you soon, Gavin. Yes, see you soon. Thanks, Laura. Take care, right. everyone. Cheers. I really hope you've enjoyed today's podcast and I'd love to hear about your favourite piece of music. So make sure you pop a comment on Apple reviews with your song choice and the story behind it. I'm going to be reading out some of your stories in an upcoming minisode. 
Also, we've now put our guest song choices in the show notes. So if you want to hear any of their songs again, you can find them there. Thanks so much, guys, and see you next time. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.